Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The sun came up this morning. Okay, I can tell you're not impressed (laughs) or surprised. The sun comes up every morning, right? Whether you like it or not. And honestly, sometimes we like it and sometimes we don't. There is the first day of vacation and there is the first day of school. There is Christmas morning and there is the morning of your dentist appointment. There is the morning of the day that you're getting married. And there is the day when you are going to say goodbye to a loved one in a cemetery next to a hole that is six feet deep. The sun comes up whether you want it to or not. And whether you're ready for it or not. Whether your homework for school or your presentation for work is done or not, the sun is coming up. Whether you're ready for the exam or not, the sun is coming up. Whether you're ready to preach or not, the sun comes up and a new day dawns, ready or not. But this is not a lecture about nature. Thus spake the prophet Malachi. For so he told the people of Israel, as we heard in the Old Testament reading today, the sun is going to rise, the sun of righteousness. And some will want it to, and some will not. Some will be ready, and some will not. For some it will be a day of joy, But for others, it will be a day of dread. For the arrogant and the evildoers, the son of righteousness shall arise and they shall be set ablaze, Malachi says. But for those who fear the name of the Lord, the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. And they shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. Leaping at the joy of this new day. The new day that dawns when Jesus comes. First, when he comes as the son of righteousness, who arose from heaven and came down to be our savior. God incarnate, God enfleshed to die for us for the healing forgiveness of our sins. And then second, when he comes as the son of righteousness, who could not be swallowed up by the darkness of death, when he rose again from that death with healing, with life, for a new day, a resurrection day, when the darkness of death was scattered and the light won. But there's one more time, a third time, the Son of Righteousness is going to rise on the last day. When the light of His glory will shine on every person, living and dead. When those who have died will rise to life again, and some will like it, and some will not. 
Some will be ready and some will not. For some, it will be a day of dread. But for some, it will be a day of joy and eternal life. But which of those three sunrises is Malachi talking about? Telling us about today as we heard. Well, living 400 or so years before Jesus was born... Of course, he was talking about when the Son of God arose to be born as a man. But he became man to die. And he died to rise. And he ascended to return. To speak of one of those sunrises is to speak of them all. They're all connected. In fact, they're really all one big work. Of God for you. And so Malachi writes about this sunrise, this sun rising, because he wants you to be ready and joyful. To not dread that day when it comes for you, but look forward to it in faith. The people of Malachi's day, though, you see, were not ready. They needed him to preach to them. But they should have been ready. It had not been that long since the nation had been defeated by the Babylonians and taken away as prisoners of war, exiled from their homes. The Babylonians had come in and leveled the city, destroyed the temple. It wasn't even a contest, a war. It was a rout. Completely one-sided, utter and complete destruction God's discipline for his people's sin. God had sent other prophets to them before to tell them that. But then after living 70 70 years in exile in a foreign land, the people returned. Again, just as God had promised. When they returned, they rebuilt The city, the walls, the temple, their homes, their businesses, their lives. But it wasn't the same. It wasn't as strong. It wasn't as glorious. It was a constant reminder of what happens when you turn away from God. And yet, turn away again, they did. They got things up and running, but all was not well. Short memories Stubborn hearts and the allure of sin were winning. The people doubted God's love. They were despising his name. And so in their sacrifices, they weren't offering God animals worthy of him. They were giving him the ones they didn't want. The ones with blemishes and were lame and blind. They weren't paying their tithes, but keeping it for themselves. And maybe worst of all, with all this going on, they were accusing God of not being fair and doing wrong. And so God, as he often did in the past, sent them a prophet to preach to them the truth. He sent Malachi to call them to repentance, to repent of what they were doing and what they were thinking about God. And to remember, to remember the law of Moses, 
the statutes and rules that God commanded him at Horeb for all Israel. Remember. Or instead of that morning being one of leaping like calves for joy, they will be reduced to weeping piles of stubble and set ablaze. Strong words. What do they mean? Remembering the law of Moses doesn't just mean the Ten Commandments. Straightening up, be good. It means much more than that. Because God gave Moses much more than just the Ten Commandments at Horeb, or as you know it better, by Mount Sinai. For after giving Moses the Ten Commandments on the top of that mountain, God also gave him the instructions for the tabernacle, the mobile temple, the place where God would dwell with his people for the forgiveness of their sins. And so the tabernacle was the place, to use words from Luke that we heard today, where God's people would straighten up and raise their heads and look for the day their Savior would rise up. The Ten Commandments would show them their sin and call them to repentance. And the tabernacle would show them their Savior and give them forgiveness. That they wait with eager hearts for that morning, for that sunrise, for the new day, for their Savior to come to them. Thus spake the prophet Malachi. But Malachi isn't preaching to the people back then today. He's preaching to you. So how are you? How are you doing? Are you eager for Jesus to come again for the last day? Are you ready? Maybe yes, maybe no, maybe sometimes. It's hard, isn't it? There's so much to do and so little time. We're busier than ever. We work harder and longer than ever before. Our lives are complicated. Money is short. There may be even times when you doubt God's love for you because what's going on in your life and what you see happening in the world. And it seems like everything is so unfair and unjust. And like the people of Malachi's day, maybe your memory of all that God did for you in the past is short. And your heart stubborn and the allure of sin strong. So God gets the short stick in your life. You prioritize other things before him. Keep more for yourself maybe and and give less to him. You know, whatever's left over. And so maybe you wind up hitting the snooze button on your spiritual alarm clock. Just five more minutes. Just one more thing. A little more enjoyment of this. And so you really don't want that sun to rise. You know which one. Not yet. Because you're not ready. Because you know you're not who you should be. 
And like the people of Malachi's day, we should know better, shouldn't we? Don't we? The evidence of our need, of our sin. We see it in our lives. We see it in the world all around us. We see those signs that Luke talked about today. And so when the Son of Righteousness arises, when Jesus comes back again, maybe you don't know what He's going to think of you. What He's going to say. Well, God does not want you to doubt, be unprepared for that day, or fear that day. So ever merciful, he promises us a rooster, so to speak, who will herald the rising of the Son of Righteousness now. That we repent and not only be ready but joyful at his coming. Malachi calls him Elijah. You know him better as John the Baptist. He will proclaim repentance, but even more than that, he will point to Jesus and crow. He will crow at the Son. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. His way of saying, Behold the Son of Righteousness, with healing in his wings. Healing for you. For you who are sick and sluggish with sin, weighed down by this life and in need of forgiveness and maybe even more in need of joy. And the thing about roosters, roosters don't have snooze buttons. They just crow unless you cut their heads off. That's what happened to John. But as Herod found out, you can't stop John from crowing that easily. His words continued to crow in Herod's heart and mind. And his words continued to crow for us. To crow the dawning of salvation for us. From the Jordan, to the font, to the absolution, to the table. The sun is rising to scatter the darkness of our hearts. The Lamb of God taking away your sin. That's why we sing John's words right before coming to receive the body and blood of Jesus here every week. Here is Jesus' healing touch for you. And this healing, this forgiveness proclaimed to you poured on you and fed to you, answers that question. When the Son of Righteousness arises, when Jesus comes back again, what will he think of me? He will think the same thing of you then as he thinks of you now. As you hear, hear. You are forgiven. You are mine. And so because of Jesus, that day will be the dawning of a new day for you. A great and awesome day of joy. And he's coming to us now here preparing us exactly for that day. And so in just a few weeks, five actually, we'll sing of this son of righteousness with great joy 
as we rejoice in his coming in the flesh. For we will sing the words of Malachi in a well-known carol. See somebody nodding. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all he brings. Risen with healing in his wings. And as he is risen, so are you. Already now. With his forgiveness, each day a new day in him. With his forgiveness, each day dying to sin and rising with him and living a new life. A new day to serve others. And as Paul said today, never growing weary of doing good. Never growing weary. Because you have his strength. And you have his life. And you have his spirit. So after Malachi preached, it was another 400 years or so until that son of righteousness arose. And the rooster named John crowed. How long will it be for you? How long will it be until Jesus comes again? Until that sun rises in glory? We don't know and Jesus isn't telling But until that day comes for you, you can live in confidence of his forgiveness and in his joy. That whenever that day comes for you, with repentance and faith and with his forgiveness and life, you are ready. And it will be a morning unlike any other. And just as John leaped for joy when the still in utero Jesus came to visit him, so you too will leap for joy when Jesus comes for you. And you will leap with John in that day that has no end. The day of heaven, the eternal day, when the sun of righteousness will shine Never to set again. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.